Get involved anytime. Text 0467 736 736 or call 13 13 55. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Ah, oh, Slam and Sam, quick on the trigger for another brick in the wall because there is a bit of love for the brick with eyes. George out at Logan Village, a morning to you, mate. He said, Ben, the brick with eyes was a pretty big recruit. But what about the inaugural coach, Wayne Bennett? I tell you what, that's not a bad one, George. Is he the Broncos' best ever recruit? Coming from Canberra, 131355-0467-736-736. Their input is fantastic. The text line is lighting up. We'll get to them. And so are the callers. Bill, get to you shortly. But we have a man who, well, has been a, I guess, a recipient from the foundation that has been laid by some of the best recruits of all time. And he is right now commentating on perhaps the new king of Brisbane, Adam Reynolds. I'll speak none other than Corey Parker uh, from Fox Sports. Cos, a very good morning to you. Hey, Benny. How are you, mate? Very well. As a Broncos fan growing up, a kid, tell me in the 35 years the Broncos have been in existence, who has been their best ever recruit? Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you look at some of the players that have played for the Brisbane Broncos over a number of years and... um, you know, there has been some great recruits. I mean, you, you mentioned the brick with eyes, Glenn Lazarus. He came to the club and uh, had instant success. Uh, um, you know, I, I suppose at the end of the day, that's what you are um, you know, gauged on, aren't you? Um, you know, yeah. if you're able to bring success with you. Now, um, Adam Reynolds, you know, is, is certainly at the top of that tree. However, um, they're still yet to have that ultimate, uh, uh, you know, trophy at the end of the year. Now, if Adam Reynolds is able to, you know, orchestrate uh, a grand final victory for the Brisbane Broncos, well, absolutely he goes to the top of the tree, in my opinion, based on what, uh, from where the Broncos were to where they are right now. And if you can top that off with a, a premiership, well, yeah, he'll uh, he'll let himself in amongst those names for sure. Corey, there's a lot of love coming through for the Raging Bull too. Gus has said, Ben, don't know if he's the best, but definitely in the conversation is the Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis. Uh, the Coolum Goat Farmer has jumped in. He said the Raging Bull. So there, there is a lot of love for Gordy. And that's yeah. someone that, you know, you've been involved with at the club. And it's, I mean, there's so many factors when you're looking at this, the best recruit. It's about what they bring to the club, but also the legacy they leave and pass on, isn't that's- it? That's yeah, that you're spot on there. I mean, what they bring to the club, and, and Gordy's a great example. I mean, I was, you know, he was, I was captain by Gordy uh, when he came to the club. Um, he, you know, he brought a different side, I suppose. He brought that uh, that resilience, that hard edge, that tough style of play. Um, but you're spot on in regards to the legacy you leave, um, and, and that's for every player. Um, but um, particularly the some of the players that have been recruited to the club. Um, yeah, Michael Devere was another one. He you know, he was uh, one of those players, you ultimate team man. He was uh, you know, from south of the board. He wrote Wayne a letter to come. He wanted to come play for the Broncos. And in the end of that, at the end of the day, you know, he was able to enjoy some you know, some success along the way. Um, you know, Chris John's another one. So, uh, you know, there's there's a stack of players, and yeah. you go you start to go through them. It's hard to put a you know put who's at the top of the tree. Gordy obviously captained the club to a uh, grand final victory, uh, so you know he obviously being one of the club c- captains has certainly held that trophy at the top step. Uh, and you know ultimately, 
in all currencies of sport, you you are gauged on success, and the ultimate success in our game is a premiership. So, the Broncos at the moment they're uh, they're sitting in a really really good spot. Uh, Adam Reynolds is playing a really great brand of football, and his leadership is uh, is certainly paying dividends. But um, I go back to what I said: you, you get gauged on. Um, being able to uh, provide success, which they've had this year, but the ultimate success is winning a premiership. Uh, Corey, I've got Vanessa standing by to do the news. We will do that very shortly. But while while, while she's giving us the news hit, I want you to chew on this one. My argument is exactly down that path, but I go back before Gordy and even before Lazo, because a year before Lazo arrived, the axe turned up to to sharpen yes. up this side to put some fear factor into but also to 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 train hard to play hard and it's the stuff that we don't see and, and they're the words from from Wayne Bennett that, I, that I've heard from Gilly himself he, he basically said Wayne called me in and and said you know I, I just want you to bring that hard edge I want you to teach these blokes how to train hard and and, and it's not that they weren't but it's just to give that one percenter so I'm yep. going to leave that yep. stewing on stewing on that but also how that has carried down from Gilly to the Axe, to Petro, to Webby, to to you and what was uh, passed on. Throw Andrew G into that mix as well. Uh, it is 9.32. Corey Parker, my guest this morning. We are talking the Broncos' best ever recruit. We'll talk about the Broncos and Chooks straight after Vanessa's news hit. I had to ask Sam, what the hell was that? So b- Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine? Okay, Raging Bull. I get it. All right. Wow, we are going obscure here this morning on SENQ. 13, 13, 55. The question to you this morning, who is the Broncos' best recruit of all time? Uh, stewing on that, and my thoughts uh, is Corey Parker. Uh, Cosa, Gilly, is he in the conversation for you? Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, you, you sort of... You got to think of where the club was when the, before the person or, or the recruit or recruits turned up, yeah. um, and, and Gilly was able to deliver um, or, or be part of of the team that delivered back to back premierships in 92, 93. Uh, mm. um, and you know, so you, you got to say that yeah, he was you know well and truly in the conversation because of what it, you know because of the style of play. And you mentioned just before the news break that you know Gilly was brought to the club for. Um, not only what he brings on the field, but more importantly, what he brings off the field, and you know, between uh, game day and the training preparation, and and that's ultimately where, um, you know, some of the the best assets of these players come. Um, well, you know, Gordy for mine, looking back, you know, just with my relationship with Gordy on the field, he brought that that fear factor. He brought that, he instilled that within the team. Um, but off the field, he, he had a real care about you know his teammates around him. Um, Adam Reynolds is obviously a talking point, um, and you know what he's able to bring off the field, particularly with the younger group. And this young group, you only only got to remember a couple of years ago, Benny, that you know they were they were lagging at the bottom end of the the competition, and a fair few of these younger players endured a lot of scars along the way. Um, they always had talent, they always had ability, but um, they just didn't have. I suppose that older statesman or that older head that was able to reassure them that everything was going to be okay. You can play to your strengths, and that being, you know, that sort of unpredictability and that you know flair and talent that we see. But um, when things start to go a little skew, if I'll just make sure that we just get ourselves back on track with a nice kick or an early play here and there, and off the back of that, um, it's you know they've just come leaps and bounds. So 
uh, Adam Reynolds in regards to his nous as a footballer and what he's able to do on the field. But as I said there, you know, what he's able to instill with those younger players off the field is, uh, is invaluable. Corey Parker, my guest this morning, 131355 Uh The text line lighting up. We'll get to your calls on that shortly. Cause uh, uh, Thursday night, Broncos and Roosters at at the Gabba. So we see another mm. game there. Um, this is normally a grudge match. I can't get a read on it except for the Broncos are flying and should account for the Roosters. Although they put 30 on the Titans within a blink. Over the weekend, the Roosters. So their their season has been so up and down. What's your read? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Um, I, I did the game, uh, the Roosters and the Titans, and, and you're spot on. They were superb in that first half, and they put 30 on them, and as you mentioned, in a blink of an eye. Um, and, and it was a performance that a lot of people have been waiting for. I mean, up until that point, the Roosters had a real inability to score points, um, which is unheard of given some of the stars in their team. Mm which does make them a little bit dangerous, particularly coming up against the Broncos, where, as you just touched on there, Broncos are flying, everyone's happy, uh, and everyone gives the Broncos, you know, they come in as red-hot favourites. So no one gives the Roosters a chance, which, from my opinion, makes them a little bit dangerous because they do have some stars still there. They've got a lot of confidence now. They've got a fit team in regards to who, who they're going to play against Broncos. So, um, And traditionally, it, it is a bit of a grudge match. Two big powerhouse clubs yeah. going at it. Um, and... Uh, it should be a great contest. I just want to see Brisbane continually sharpen the axe in regards to their run into September, their run into the semi-finals, because you know it's a it's a memory that maybe some people have forgotten about. But this time last year, they were sitting mm. fourth spot with six weeks to go, and we all know what sort of transpired off the back of that. They're a completely different side to what we saw last year. So I want to see them really sharpen the axe. Well, this is where we sit right now. Six weeks to go, five games for the Broncos because they've got a buy-in there too. Just on the Roosters, um, yeah, they won that first half 30-0, but they lost the second half to the Titans 18-6. So the momentum mm. that they may carry into this game, I know they've based themselves in Queensland. They haven't gone home, so they've, yep. they've been on a mini camp. And I'm just looking at the Broncos' run. So this is, it's a, to your point, Corey, about sharpening the axe. Well, they've got the Roosters this weekend. Next round, it is a local derby in Townsville. The Cowboys flying. So this is going to be one of the matches of the year. Broncos, Cowboys, yes. they hit then Parramatta, have a week off. Raiders and then the Storm to bring it home. So all tough tests, all teams that are in the top eight right now. Absolutely. I mean, there's outside no bigger of the test. Outside of the Roosters this week. Yeah, yeah correct. Well, next week... Um, if you just forecast, you you know you look forward to next week up against the Cowboys, who are currently statistically over the last five weeks the form team of the competition. There's no better team statistically than the, than the Cowboys, so that makes for an almighty uh, contest between the Broncos and the Cowboys. Then you've got the Parramatta Eels, who'll be desperate to hang in there on the top eight. Uh, they played in the grand final last year, the Eels, so uh, they'll be no slouch. They'll have their, some of their players back, so that'll be a big contest. And then you talk about the, you know, the buy, and then you talk about the Melbourne Storm. Well, the Broncos have got a horrible, a horrible run in terms of win-loss against the Melbourne Storm at Suncorp Stadium. So they finish uh, with the Storm before semi-finals. So um, still a fair bit to play out for this season, and a fair bit to unfold. And you only got to see what a week does do in rugby league. You talk about suspensions, you talk about uh, you know, injuries and the like. So every team's obviously going to face this challenge over the next six weeks. 
Um, but the Broncos can only look as far as they can see, and that is for the Roosters on Thursday night at the Gabba. Coza, always a pleasure, mate. We will chat again soon. Corey Parker, former Bronco, now with uh, Fox Sports and.